0: First of all, thank you so much for coming out of the podcast and for taking time out of your day to talk to me. Um, I've heard so much about you and yeah, I just can't wait to get started. So, you. Um, could you tell everyone who you are and what you do?
1: Yes. So, my name is Versatile G. I'm a talent manager, AR. Um, I work with a lot of independent artists, I work with a lot of signed artists, major labels. Uh, I make a lot of things happen behind the scenes. So, you know,
0: okay, cool. People, nice. People
1: call me like the P. Diddy, the Clarence Avon. Um, you know, other industry.
0: Oh, very cool. That's awesome. I was obviously been reading a lot about you, um, but you started off as a musician. Can you tell me more how you transitioned from a musician to in the business side of everything?
1: Yeah. So um, this is kind of a funny story. The first song I ever dropped was in like eighth grade. Um, I recorded it in a Wingstop bathroom. Um, (laughs) I had like two phones. I had the beat. Um, Then I recorded myself on the other phone and yeah, we had this like song. I don't even remember what it was about, but I gave it to one of my friends, and they posted it in like a Facebook, like a big group with like three hundred thousand people in it. So like the next day when I came back to school, um, the the, the song had like six thousand views, and everyone in the school was talking about me. At the point, I think I was in like ninth grade. Oh, I um, got everyone was like, I was like the talk of the town that day, and I was like, Yo, this is kind of crazy. Like, how did this blow up? And then. Uh, one of my friends was like, yeah, man, I put it in like this Facebook group and da-da-da. Then I started like thinking about wow, like, you know, marketing is everything. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, that, that was just kind of a crazy day. That kind of like jump started this, this whole like music career. And uh yeah, I kind of just started taking it more seriously, like ever since then.
0: Wow, that's so insane and also a really adorable story. Um <laughs> Thank that's you. so adorable. Eighth grade talk of the town. So if people called you the quote dot connector. Can you tell me more about mm-hmm. that?
1: Um, so, yeah, I've been in the industry a long time. I know how a lot of things happen behind the scenes. So I've kind of like integrated myself. Um, I've met a lot of powerful people and just told them my story and then they respect me immediately. You know, boom, it's, it's very easy to, you know, connect with people at the top when, you know, there's like no facade in the story. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, like I've been to the Grammys. Like I've met like Dave Chappelle, Quincy Jones, Erica Badu, like like, I remember I told Quincy Jones, my story, he gave me his business card and was like, hit me if you ever need me. You know what I mean? Like, like the craziest things like have happened to me because I've just realized like, wow, like this is a moment in time, you know? And if I don't, you know, take advantage of this, or if I don't do something now, it may never happen again. You know, that's kind of how I think, um, a lot of the time. So, you know, I've gotten into like a lot of like big industry parties and, you know, a lot of like secret meetings and stuff. And, you know, I just hold my own weight, you know, they're like, wow, this kid's so young. He knows so much. Like we need him on the team. You know, it's kind of what happens all the time.
0: I think it's awesome that, you know, your self-worth and that you have a drive to just put yourself out there. I would say also the confidence to do. So I think a lot of people when it comes to their talent, whether it be artist, artistry, or it just be business-wise, they're just so scared to show it or Mm -hmm. to, um, to do any of that, that like their talents never shown. So I feel like the difference between people who are famous and people who aren't, is just like the drive and the, just the willingness to put yourself out there.
1: Yeah. It's, um, it's, it's kind of interesting. Like I try to do a lot of things now just to like, bring me back to reality. You know what I mean? Like the fame and, and all that stuff is cool, but man, I want to go back to like 10 years ago when, you know, nobody had phones and I was playing PlayStation two all day. You know what (laughs) I mean? Like, like the, the little things really mean a lot to me and they keep me grounded, you know? So I just try to, instill that in, in people that I work with or you know any people that I meet
0: you kept saying your story your story your story do you mean by your story just like how you got from being a kid who just kind of recorded a song to entering the music industry or there's well, way deeper story? than that um, yeah
1: so pretty much like when I was a kid uh, I was like infatuated with Michael Jackson um, you know like kind of everybody was but um, I did a lot of like dance competitions and you know talent shows and um, when I was a kid, I used to think that I would never win anything. I would just always get close to winning, you know? And I was like, man, I don't know if this is for me or whatever, but I remember, I think it was sixth grade. Um, it was like a sixth grade talent show. And, um, I did the song, uh, you rock my world by Michael Jackson. I performed like the whole time. I think it was like six minutes or something. I was like dancing and doing all this stuff <laughs> and I won. I'll never forget like the moment. It was like my whole class. Everybody was around parents and teachers and everything. And I remember the feeling of like, oh my God, like, this is like, you know, amazing. Like I'm performing and people are watching me. So I started doing it more and more. My mom started putting me in like different dance competitions and like little events. Like, you know, she would wake me up early in the morning and not even tell me where I was going. She'd be like, put on your Michael Jackson stuff. And I'm like, okay. So then like, You know, I did a lot of, um, you know, award shows and, you know, there's something in D.C. that is called the Golden Scissors Awards that happens like every year. You know, I performed in a lot of those when I was a kid. So I just started like realizing like, okay, you know, the talent is in me. It's not on me. You know what I mean? Like like a lot of people are like shy and they're afraid to like, you know, show their talent. But me personally, I feel like the more I show people, the more like other people will realize that they have it in them as well. You know, and they can start like making better decisions for their life or, you know, doing things that they really want to do. But when I was six years old, I was like the poster child for children's hospital. Um, You know, so I've done like photo shoots and all that shit when I was a kid, you know, and I kind of realized like, oh, wow, like, um, you know, I'm the guy, you know, kind (laughs) of the more I, (laughs) the the older I got. And um, I used to think it was like cockiness, but I was like, no, this is confidence. How did the
0: pandemic like halt your did it did it halt your growth do you think as a music marketer do you think you just had to adapt to the situation
1: um so personally um i was working with a lot of tiktokers and i was doing a lot of like on the social media side so i felt like um during covid was the time everybody wanted to like you know show that they were talented or you know whatever um so everybody was really trying to like market themselves and, and really get on people's phones more. And I used to talk to people all the time. I'm like, look, this is the best time to like push anything that you're, you know, really confident about or anything that you're trying to show people because everyone is on their phone right now. You know, people aren't working, they're home, they're, you know, on TikTok, they're on Instagram, they're scrolling all day. So if you can, you know, show up on people's phones and grab their attention for two, three seconds, you got them, you know? Um, So that's kind of like what I specialize in like, um, I've worked with a lot of TikTokers, you know, I have a network of over like 300 million, uh, you know, people that I've like worked with and helped and stuff like that. So, um, yeah, I know a lot of like the algorithms and, you know, just like the little stuff, you know, it's kind of like, say, if we were executives, like at a big company, right. We would want all the kids, like any kid that's like blowing up, we would want to talk to them. Like, how are you doing it? You know? But it's like, it's like kids have the answer, you know what I mean? It's like, you know, kids have this imagination that never really stops. And when we're adults, you know, we start we have to pay bills and we have to worry about this and that. And, you know, so it's like, we lose that creativity. We lose that imagination, you know?
0: Yeah, I agree. I think there's, there's honestly nothing more informative and pure than a child's perspective because they just mm-hmm. think of it. They think of everything without, without seeing the without, real
1: world. Exactly. Exactly. And then, you know, nine times out of 10, boom, they try something and it just pops. It works, you know. So, uh, yeah, I tell everybody we got to stay true to that kid inside of us, you know, because when we lose track of that kid, then, you know, we really lose who we were. I agree. I'm pretty deep deep sometimes, you know. It, it helps in conversations
0: people's eyes just like glaze over you're like huh no no i i i love it i love how deep you are because i i prefer people i mean i haven't had this experience thing on the podcast yet because people go on a podcast they're pretty talkative to begin with and they're just they just kind of sit and like when you're just going off and talking about how passionate you are about something i just kind of get to sit back and just sit here
1: and just <laughs> see you
0: pop off and it's like one of the most beautiful things ever so thank you for existing um
1: no <laughs> Thank you for existing
0: too. <laughs> um, what was it like meeting Dave Chappelle? How did you how did you make that connection? I mean, I understand it's all about um, making connections, making connections, but for an independent yeah, so, artist, they're probably like, how do I even do that?
1: Funny story. Um, so it was at a, a a universal music group party. And what happened was so I walked up in this party, right? And there was like all these like celebrities' names on the wall. I'll never forget it. Um, They were like engraved in the wall. And then what happened was like I walked in and I realized like everybody was like talking about Dave, Dave, Dave. So I was like, okay, there's only one Dave everybody to talk about. So Dave was like walking through the party and like maybe for like 30, 45 minutes, like everybody just tried to like interact with him. Everyone tried to talk to him. And he kind of just like did spin moves and like jukes to get away from people. Um, So I was like, look, there's only one exit. Boom. I have a brain. He has a brain. He has to leave through this door. Um, So I waited by the door for like 40 minutes. Right. And then once he was leaving um, his security guard, tried to like push me away a little bit, but I was like, Hey bro, like I'm from silver spring too. So like um, I grew up in Montgomery County and one of the, like the counties there or, you know, the place there is called silver spring and that's where Dave Chappelle was actually born. So like, um, yeah, once I knew, once I said that I would like tap into his inner kid, you know? So I was like, yo bro, like, I'm from, I'm from, uh, you know, Silver Spring too. And once he said that he kind of just stopped and like smiled and he cracked a joke or two. And then we just talked and I was like, yo bro, you know, like, can I get a picture with you? And he was like, yeah, man. He was like, I had to get out of there. Like they were trying to kill me. They're like, bro, it was so funny. Like I'll never forget it. And, um, I had my DJ with me at the time. So he was like 18 years old. I like snuck him in this like exclusive, like Grammy party. And, uh, it was just really cool. Like it was one of those, like moments in time where it was like man this is like uh this is really cool you know um and then shoot right afterwards i met like quincy jones and then like uh i looked up and erica badu was like djing the party i was like yo this is like insane like um yeah it was it was really wild and like i still have a lot of connections like from that day you know that was that was in 2018 you know january 2018 the grammys were in new york for the first time i would always look at like how people were dressed or like you know, their demeanor at the time. And I would know, you know, because I know fashion and I know entertainment, like, okay, boom, if I'm in a place where everybody is somebody, this guy in this suit is definitely somebody, you know what I mean? (laughs) Um, And then I kind of just like, you know, network mingle and boom, it always works. Uh, You know, it it always worked.
0: With this job, I guess, like, where do you find fulfillment in this job like the moment where you're like this is what i should be doing like i'm like this i know i've built for this job is it seeing the people that you have helped build up they like make their big break
1: yeah pretty much um so i've worked with like a lot of people and um it's kind of cool like damn it's it's really interesting like i've worked with grammy winners i've worked with you know multi-platinum selling artists and and stuff like that and a lot of people may not know that i'm the one who kind of like makes everything look amazing behind the scenes but it's even it's even better because say if I walk in a room with this person you know they're four-time Grammy nominated they take me to the biggest person and go yo G's the guy you know what I'm saying and it's kind of like that that fulfillment that I've always wanted my whole life you know like um you know when I was a kid I always used to talk about where I would be or like like I said it was that, that cockiness slash confidence in me um I'd be like you know like you guys need to treat me like a certain way. Cause I'm gonna be with the stars and everyone's like, yeah, okay, bro, whatever, bro. You know what I mean? And then like the older I got, the more I realized like, wow, like, you know, it's in me. Um, you know, if you're really doing the right things, you'll always connect with the right people, you know? So, um, yeah, it, it's, it feels really good. You know, what I'm saying like seeing a lot of people, you know, hit their goals or, you know, do something that they've always wanted to do. Um, I'd say by the time I was like 20, um, I really accomplished like everything I ever wanted to, you know I had like a bucket list, like a bucket list when I was a kid, and I used to be like, man, like I want to go skydiving or like I want to do this or I want to do that man by the time I was twenty, I did everything you know on the list, so now it's like, man, I just want to like help people you know achieve their goals and and really just do what they want to do um because I'm so young still, but I've accomplished so much, you know what I mean so like like when I'm in l a or you know, if I'm in New York or D.C. or wherever, if I walk in a room, you know, and it's like a bunch of important people, they know me already. So it's kind of like it's it's like a cool thing. You know, I like sit in the back with my shades on and then someone will come up to me. They're like, yo, are you G? I'm like, yeah, you know what I mean? And then they're like, oh, my God, like I need help with blah, blah, blah or something. And I'm like, OK, OK, like let's figure it out, you know. But yeah, it's it's kind of always like push me in the right direction. Um, I don't really like work with people for money. Or, you know, whatever, like I do it out of integrity, you know, like I can like look in someone's eyes and tell like, you know, if they want to be like a, you know, a one hit wonder or, you know, if they want a five minutes of fame type thing, or if they really want to make this a career. Yeah, it's something that makes me feel better at the end of the day.
0: Can I just say that I love your confidence? I know like you just went off and I will talk about that later in a second, but like I love how much you know yourself because so many people confuse confidence and cockiness and then that and arrogance and like i'm just so happy to talk to you because like you're one of the very few people who truly know themselves and believe in themselves so thank you for that Mm -hmm. um and when you say five minutes of fame what hit wonder you're saying that there's people out there who just like they're cool with just having something like famous like happen once and they're just like done
1: yeah they get the feeling that they've always wanted and then they're just kind of like done um yeah no it's it's kind of funny sometimes like like I'll talk to a lot of kids and they have like this, um, this feeling inside of them. They're like, man, like, oh, I want to be the biggest or nobody believes in me and da, 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 And then I'll talk to them. I'm like, look, yo, like you're just like me. You know what I mean? Like the feeling that I had inside of me five, six years ago, you're, you're exactly the same. You know what I'm saying? So like, I'll help you. You know, they're like, they're like, yes, yes. Like finally someone believes in me. I'm like, the thing is like, sometimes people just don't want you to do better than them. You know what I'm saying? And and that's kind of like a a people thing, you know, everybody's always in competition with themselves, but you know, imagine like when you take the competition out of everything, then you're just doing it for the love of it, you know? And that's something that I try to like tell people all the time like, you know, if you really find something you love or, you know, if you really love music, if you really love the performing arts or entertainment, you know, just do it. You know, don't overthink it. Don't try to, you know what I'm saying? Like like, man, there, there's so many like, like content creators that I've worked with and they've told me, yo, gee, like I think super hard on an uh, on a video idea or, you know, I try to do this and it never works. I'm like, look, dumb it down. You know what I mean? You got to realize that like people have short attention spans and like, you know what I'm saying? I majored in psychology. So like, I'm always thinking about the brain, you know, and the way people think and the way they, you know, process things. So I'm like, okay, if you're trying to like put five years of experience in one video to like show everybody you're super talented don't do that you know put like a week of experience in a video you know and it's going to go viral and then every time people like dumb it down it always goes viral and it's like you know I don't know what to say but just dumb it down for the people you know like everyone's Mm -hmm. always trying to prove that they're so like talented but the talent shows when you're consistent in what you're doing
0: I mean that makes sense though. I've I tried being a YouTuber. I, I that's like my dream job is to be a YouTuber slash podcaster. Everybody's dream
1: job is to be a YouTuber.
0: Literally, yeah, exactly. Like exactly, it's everyone's dream job. Um, and I started a while ago, and then I got like kind of a little bit like cyber bullied for it, so I like stopped. Wow. and Like I, no,
1: that's that no. Once you start getting cyber bullied, that's when you know you're onto something, you know. And it's crazy because a lot of the biggest YouTubers I know, um, all their videos that have like a negative um like bio or like like caption or whatever, those are the ones that go viral. You know what I'm saying? I remember I was talking to my boy solo and one day he was like 300 K on YouTube. And I was like, yo, what do I like caption this video? Like, what do I make it? He was like, put something with negativity because people are going to immediately click on it if they think something bad happened. You know what I mean? It's so weird. It's like, you got to like manipulate the brain or like, you know, you got to like put whatever message you're trying to promote in the video but you got to show people, you know, that it's not so serious, you know, in a way. Um, yeah. But yeah, like YouTube doesn't really pay much, though. No. It's like the endorsement deals, the brand deals, sponsorships, you know what I'm saying? That's where like the real money comes in.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And that's like during the longevity of the things. A lot of people, they're just looking on the outside in. They don't really know what it's like to be a, you know, day-to-day content creator or, you know, constantly think of ideas and things like that. You know, I talk to people with, you know, millions of followers all the time. And they're like, man, I don't know what to do for this video idea today. I'm like, you know, don't overthink it. Just be you. Mm-hmm. you. know what I mean, just vlog your life or, you know, just show whatever. You know what I mean? Like, like I've been vlogging for the past year and I have a crazy stuff on camera. You know what I mean? Crazy stuff. And I'm still trying to think about how to put it out.
0: I did want to also talk about, oh my God, your name, because your real name's Garrett mm-hmm. and you landed on the name Versatile G. Why mm-hmm. Versatile G.?
1: Perfect. I love that question. No one's ever asked me that. Um, So boom, this is a, this is perfect. Okay. So um, I used to go by the rap name G baby. Right. Um, I remember like the name, the, how I got the name. Um, I used to hang out with like my uncle blue a lot. Um, Everybody calls him uncle blue, like where I'm from. Mm -hmm. Um, He he looks sad all the time, but he's not sad. He's like very wise guy. So everybody calls him uncle blue. Um, I would chill with Uncle Blue, like maybe for like two, three summers, and I was always hanging out with like older people, you know, and I was like the youngest one there, so they used to just call me G Baby, so I kind of like adapted the name. I was like rapping under that name, and uh, you know, one day I was in college and I was just laying in bed and I was like, man, like I don't want to be called baby forever, like you <laughs> know what I'm saying? Well, but look at it now, like five years later, there's so many rap, little baby, the baby, you know, everybody's rapping under the the baby moniker. You know and and i'm like damn um i just kind of thought to myself i don't want to be called baby forever i got to come up with a cooler name like how do i like change my name like what's something that i am that i won't have to really think too hard about so i was like hmm like i don't want to be called g baby what, what what should i call myself and then i was like hmm like i'm good at like almost everything you know what i'm saying i think i am i was like i was like versatile and then I was like, you know what? Boom, I love it. Um, and then, you know, my name is Garrett. So I was like, boom, G, Versatile G. Um, and I remember like I had a bunch of music videos out um, at the time. So I contacted like the videographers and stuff like that. And, and I was like, yo, change all the names of Versatile G right now. I, I, I was like in my mind, like I was like, change it all to Versatile G right now. So like for like two hours, I contacted all these people who like I did anything with. And I was like, change it all to Versatile G. And uh, they were like, uh, OK, you know, yeah, And there's okay. some people like there's some people that know me still as like G-Baby, um, like close friends that I've had for years. Um, and they're like, man, I'm going to always call you G-Baby. They're like, they're like, that name is too damn long, versatile. They're like, they're like, <laughs> they'll joke around with me and stuff. And I'm like, bro, like I'm versed now, like VG. Um, hey. But yeah, you know what I'm saying? So it, it's just funny, like uh, shout out to my boy, Young Moody. Um, You know, he gave me that nickname BG, you know, so it's kind of just, Cute. you know, over time, it just sticks, you know, stuff just sticks. But, um, yeah, I used to think to myself, like, man, like, how can I show myself or or what's a name that will stick over time? You know, it's it's like really like I'm versatile, you know, so it, it's kind of sweet.
0: I love that. Where'd you go to college, by the way?
1: Uh, Virginia State University.
0: Oh, cool. OK, yeah. that's fun. That's like a very yeah. fun school. Um, no, that's, that's really cool. I've always wondered why people, like some, you'll see some people on TikTok, they will, like this one girl, her name was Princess Lauren as a Viner and then became Lauren Geraldo. And because mm-hmm. she's like, I just want to be known by my own name. It's like, do you, think there's, an, do you think there's an advantage by being going by your own name and then having a, like an artist phone name?
1: Um, I think so, but I think I, it like, I, I look at it like this, right? Um, this is what I tell people all the time. If Drake were to drop Socks, a brand new song, a backpack line, whatever, it's going to sell out because of the brand. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, as long as your brand is like really strong, um, it it doesn't really matter what the name is or, you know what I'm saying? There, there just has to be integrity behind the brand. You know what I'm saying? And like, the more and more you do, the more collabs, the more, you know what I'm saying? The more you network with people, the more you get your name out there, people are going to realize like, okay, boom, you know, this is a brand that is like, solidified
0: so you said you're a talent manager are you do you like book things for them or anything yeah so okay pretty
1: much like I have this like gift kind of um where I can like see things in people before they see it there's like a lot of people that I've worked with over the past couple years like I've seen them and I'm like look you're gonna go viral like you're gonna be famous like just think about what you're trying to do and how you're trying to you know project it and then boom two weeks later they blow up or they get a million followers on TikTok or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Like a lot of people don't really know how to deal with it, but there's other people that that know like, okay, boom, this is my time to shine. You know, let me just like, you know, show the world what I'm trying to do. Like we're in the entertainment industry, you know? So like a lot of people just sell dreams to people. You know what I mean? And they'll try to be like, oh yeah, you could be here. You could be there, blah, blah, blah. Like, you know, I've told people things like, hey man, in six months of going hard, You're going to get everything you want. Boom. We get it done in two. You know what I'm saying? Then, then they're like, Oh my God. Like they don't know how to deal with the fame and everything. I'm like, man, like you just got to take it a day at a time. Like, you know, a lot of people just want to see improvement. You know what I'm saying? Like um, they get the same results over and over and over again. They fail over and over and over again. And then boom, they kind of switch up something a little bit and then boom, they pop off.
0: Can you give an example of like a person who you recognized, was like, you will be famous or like you helped them switch up something and then they had like an amazing outcome as a result of something that like you've told them or helped them
1: with? Hmm. There's like a lot of kids that I've worked with. um, A lot of people who have like a lot of dreams and ambitions. Um, You know, I used to manage this kid named Swagboy Q. Um, He had a million on TikTok. Um, Now he has like 16 million on TikTok. You know, he was always like really talented and um, shoot, there's a kid named uh, Sideshow Tay Um, I started managing him last like November. Um, I remember I was on TikTok one day and I was like, yo, this kid has a funny face, like he'll go viral. Um, And then kind of like three weeks later, he went from like two hundred thousand to like one point two million on TikTok. And his whole life kind of changed. When I talk with these people behind closed doors, they're like, gee, you changed my life. And I'm like, man, that's just why I do this stuff. You know what I mean? Like, you know, it's, it's not about the money. It's not about none of that stuff. It's about the legacy, you know what I'm saying? It's about the integrity behind the brand and it's about the story, you know? Um, yeah, I've worked with a lot of people, a lot of musical artists, um, I'm saying? Done a lot of things behind the scenes. So um, a lot of like labels and, and sub labels and stuff like that reach out to me. I think the thing with me is like, I never like treated anybody differently, you know? I always treated everybody like the way they wanted to be treated. You know, Mm -hmm. so whenever I meet like a celebrity or, you know, blah, 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 or, you know, whoever, um, you know, I just treat them like they're a regular person. It always just it works at the end of the day, you know? Yeah.
0: I mean, that's the thing. Like, I um, it's so funny. Uh, I have like a story with my family where like one of my family relatives is like very is like really like childhood best friends with Bill Murray, which is like crazy. Yeah. Wow. And so um, so like I'm at this wedding. And like, I, Ugh. I'm also in like sixth grade. I'm like, I've never even seen Groundhog Day. Like Pokemon, if I met like Ash, Kachim, Day. I would like freak out. Like I've never wow. seen Groundhog Day, never seen Caddyshack. I'm in sixth grade, like Pokemon on the mind. Like not even thinking about that shit. And
1: clusters.
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. And so, you know, he's at this wedding and everyone is like, I don't know. I like, I remember my mom being like, yeah, some people came up, try to talk to him. And he was like, don't talk to me. But like, I think people, like most people at the wedding, they were like, they just like stared at him. I, like didn't say anything. They were just like, like,
1: oh my God, he's there in the cool. Like he's
0: he's there. And I'm like, and I'm and they're like, and I will not recognize. I think a lot of people were just weird. I've never seen this. Either some people would be like, Oh my god, or like the other half would just pretend like it didn't exist because they didn't want to bother him. Mm. And they would be like too nervous. And it was they'll <laughs>
1: mingle amongst them, you know, amongst each other, like, oh my god, he's over
0: there. You know, exactly. And then like the dude's like, I can hear you. Like, um Yeah,
1: I can't hear you
0: you know I have I mean, years
1: that work perfectly yeah literally
0: fine. yeah um i mean i don't remember it i remember like i just remember like being like super young and like dancing with him and being like oh my god mommy he's so funny my mom's like of course he's the funniest guy you've ever met it's bill murray oh, yeah. like hello <laughs> but what is Fish, like yeah. when it, when what advice do you have for people or independent artists like say like obviously you don't want to, like be a bother like no one wants to bother anyone like it's like you know you see like justin bieber like a michelle obama you don't want to just go up and be like oh my god can i have a picture like where's what's like, a good good i guess if you want to make a connection in the world whether you see someone on the street or whether you're given this connection what's a good in between between being like oh my god i love you and like you don't exist and i'm going to walk away and like
1: i don't know you rule number one don't fan out um yep. because that's the common thing you know they're they're used to that um rule number two um just be genuine uh genuine interactions you know um pretend like uh it's like high school you know what I'm saying and, and you're introducing yourself to someone for the first time you know what i'm saying don't don't like be so um so eager to like get your word out try to have a conversation you know it, if someone's like obviously like walking fast or they're trying to get to somewhere or whatever you know try to like um shoot your shot real quick you know what i'm saying like uh you miss all the shots you never take you know what i'm saying so Um, Just just be genuine. You know what I'm saying? Um, Don't try to overthink it too much. Just just be you. It'll always work at the end of the day. Like I tell people all the time, if you're meant for this, you're going to win. But don't try to, like, you know, make someone anxious or, you know, attack them. You know, the first time you meet them, whatever, you know, just, you know, calmly introduce yourself. Hey, you know, it's nice to meet you. My name is blah, blah, blah. Boom. The conversation will always go the way it's supposed to. Mm hmm. But always be considerate of, you know, whatever someone's going through. Like, you don't know if someone's having a bad day or, you know, whatever. Like, I try to compliment people all the time. I'm like, hey, you know, I love your shoes. You know what I'm saying? Like the first time I met Lil Nas X, um, I didn't know who he was. I was in like a, I was at a barbecue
0: and I <laughs> saw his, <laughs> his shoes. Cute. I was
1: at, I was at a barbecue. I got invited to a barbecue. He had my favorite shirt on. It was like the movie called The Last Dragon. Um, and I just went up to him and I was like, hey, man, I love your shirt. I love your shoes you know, blah, blah, blah. You know, he was really awkward. I walked away and I was like, damn, that was like really awkward. And then like 15 minutes later, I realized it was Lil Nas X. I was like, oh, wow. Like, you know, that's interesting. You know, don't try to like overdo it. You know what I'm saying? Like if it's meant to be, it will happen. Divine timing is is real. You know, the law of attraction is real. Just do you and and everything will work out.
0: What advice do you have when it comes? Because I saw that you're really into, you know, TikTok, Twitter, you know, social media platforms that you're able to monetize. (laughs) Yeah, like,
1: man, once I realized like social media is like, just gonna change the world. That's when I was like, yo, like this is kind of crazy. Like, um, I know people who have never really had their big break, but they post one video on Facebook, it gets a hundred thousand views, fifty thousand shares, and then boom, they have a career from that. So like I tell people this all the time. And look, I'm about to give you some some sauce. Okay. <laughs> so, like, you know, the saying everyone is always like, try to think outside the box. Uh-huh. Okay, you can do that um for as long as you want to, right? But then sooner or later, you got to realize that there is no box. You can do whatever you want. I can like tiptoe with my fingers. You know what I'm saying? Like I can do whatever I want. I can jump up and down. Like we have so much power and we're capable of of so many amazing things. If we really just sit down and think about them and plan it out, our lives will really unfold in front of us. I had three notebooks that I wrote in. Um, I had one notebook. It was like a manifestation notebook. Then I had another notebook. It was like everything I knew celebrities and you know, important people I knew. And then the other one was just like, things I wanted to like happen and you know, stuff like that. And I would constantly write in these notebooks like, and plan out the future, and plan out like little things I would do. And I just felt like, you know, my job and my career just became 10 times easier. You know, I wasn't just like winging it every day. People don't know that we have the answer inside of us. You know what I'm saying? Like a lot of people just want to show their talent to the world and get that recognition. Um, but you know, if you do something for five years, you know, amazingly, um, imagine how many sets of eyes are going to come across what you're doing. It's not about like how many followers you have. It's about who follows you. Once you have one supporter, that person's going to tell five more people and then they're going to tell 10 more people and you're just going to blow. You know what I mean? Like you just got to work on everything you're doing slowly, slowly, and it's going to become like a a snowball effect Mm -hmm. and and you're going to win at the end of the day. I used to sit in a college dorm room and and think about all the things that I've done in the past like two, three years. Um, Gary V, I used to watch his videos all the time. He gave me all this motivation. Boom. Five years later, he followed me on Instagram. It literally just shows like I'm doing everything I'm supposed to be doing. I tell people to focus on them more. Don't try to like focus on what everyone else is doing. Or if you know, like, you know, your best friend just went viral, blah, blah, blah. Don't try to take their sauce and like. Make it yours, you know what I'm saying? Like just do things organically.
0: I was gonna say that um I feel like so many people they expect to be overnight sensations because there are seemingly overnight, like for example. Overnight sensations Malone, like post Malone, like I've, like he when it was like White Iverson, and just like out of nowhere, like Lil Wayne was tweeting about it, and he was like, What? Like I was yeah, like exactly and but like it seems, it seems I feel like a lot of people don't realize that there's so much work to an overnight sensation.
1: Hey, 20 years, overnight sensation. Yeah, 20 you know, years. 20 plus years was the overnight sensation.
0: Did someone find you or did you just kind of do
1: it yourself? Um, I kind of just did it myself. Like I had a lot of friends who were like big on social media or I kind of just like slowly just built myself over and over and over again.
0: Why do you think people aren't able to I don't know if it's remain humble, but like people who like randomly game fame, why do you think that they quote, like go off the rails? You know, it's like, think of like Justin Bieber whenever it's like, Oh, this kid's he's you know, he's going to, everyone was like expecting him to like go off the rails. I don't know why people were like predicting that before it even happened, but then it it's did it. happen.
1: It's because everyone's talking so negatively, like they don't want to just let their life like live, you know, like it's kind of like how the world works. You know, everybody is like, talking on the outside they don't really know what's going on on the inside they don't know you know what justin bieber's life is like or you know whatever they just assume once you can't go outside and like you know have a a normal dinner or you know go to the store or whatever and it's like everything people are looking for you to like do something outlandish you got to just stay true to yourself you can't really pay attention to the noise because the bigger you get the more you do the noise will get bigger and louder you know Mm -hmm. what i'm saying
0: people always say like never um, what was it like? Don't meet your heroes or something. Like never meet yeah. your heroes. My like,
1: I I've met my heroes, and it's kind of scary. It's it's scary. Was, Is it like scary?
0: Because everyone says like, oh, it's so, like there's this, like, this giant image In your head, and then like, then you meet them And maybe they don't make it up to your expectation, or whatever Or they're a certain type Of way, and like, for me, like As much as I want to meet, like, my idols are Ana Grande Like, I stand by that, I know all of her songs Like, I just, I adore her messages, I adore Her stance on mental health, I just I just Adore her, and like, I My
1: friend's um, oh, like, aunt was her tour manager
0: That's very cool, but yeah, yeah. Uh, and, Like, it freaks, because it's like And you know, I was like, don't meet your heroes And it's like, I'm like I'm not saying like, I don't think, I, I really don't. It's not like I'm like, oh, she's not going to be who I think she is. Like, I'm just like, I would just, I wouldn't even know what to say. I'd be like, thank you for saving my life and like yeah. putting out music <laughs> that helps me. He's like, oh, I get that all the time. Thanks. No, but like, I like, I get that I'm, all the time. Thank you. <laughs> no, like, I just get so nervous about like, I mean, even though I'm in Boulder, Colorado, in a college town, but like, I get nervous about like the thought of meeting heroes. What do you think mm. about that?
1: Or well, who was your hero that you met? Shoot, Quissy Jones. Uh, mm. When I met, Quincy Jones, that was kind of like, a, okay, boom, life is complete, you know? And then it's like, kind of like every year, like something bigger or better happens to where it's like, wow, life is real. I remember when I was a kid, um, anytime I got like close to someone who knew Michael Jackson, I kind of would like, oh my God, you know what I mean? I'd kind of mm-hmm. like, um, oh it was God. like a big thing for me. Um, I remember when I was like eight or nine, I met this lady who is like Michael Jackson's hairstylist for 25 years. Mm. And I remember when I, when I touched her hand, I was like, these hands have touched Michael's hair, you know what I'm saying? Like stuff like that. And then, um, you know, just like kind of the older you get, the more you realize, like, you know, we're all just ordinary people. And if you're doing things off of integrity and you're meeting people, you know what I'm saying? And you're not like super eager or whatever, like everything will work out the way you want it to.
0: Another thing I noticed when I was in L.A. was that people would talk such a big game. It's like people who like have it or they got it, whether it's like money, fame, fortune I feel like they won't talk about it. But then people who want it will just like hype themselves up a lot.
1: They're like, oh, yeah. Like, you know, Michael Jackson's my neighbor's son. You know, cool. like, what? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I, like, <laughs> what? I tell you this. Um, if they're trying to prove that they're the guy too much, they're definitely not the guy. A lot of people, they talk a good game but they can't back it up. Definitely in L.A., there's a lot of people who are like really opportunistic or whatever opportunity they, they can be around. Now I just take everything with a grain of salt. There needs to be a balance
0: of like, I know myself, I know my worth, but you also can't go parading
1: exactly. around.
0: And like, I that's at least what I've noticed with people because everyone's like, I'm the best. It's like, no, you're not.
1: Yeah, if, if you're you're swearing you're the best, there's something you're leaving out, you know?
0: Yeah, exactly. Uh, so then how- That's the you- work's
1: good for itself. You know, okay. That was that's gonna, gonna be my next thing. Right
0: yeah. That was gonna be my next thing. Is like, how do you show yourself without being a dick?
1: Like, um, yeah, like there's a lot of people who they they want to meet with me, and you know, I set up meetings with people and stuff like that. And you know, I may not be able to like get to them or I don't know, I may miss the meeting or whatever, and it's like it's not because like I don't want to work with you or something, it's it's like I'm busy, follow up with me. You know what I'm saying? There's there's people that I was supposed to talk to months ago, years ago. And, you know, I still see them, you know, from time to time, but we've never still had that like genuine conversation. And I know that once we have that, you know, it'll just blow everything up. You know what I'm saying?
0: I mean, first of all, thank you for taking the time to just talk to me. <laughs> like, no, no. Little you're me. awesome. Thank
1: Your you. energy is awesome.
0: You know, you seem like such a busy guy with all these connections. And I feel really grateful that you took the time just to talk to. A startup marketing because co- I know you know Andre like a startup marketing company and like it just speaks a lot to you that you're just like it doesn't matter what position you are or who you are you can have 20,000 followers one follower a billion followers it seems mm-hmm. like you're a person that you're like I want to talk to you it doesn't matter what your social status yeah is. I
1: do a lot of stuff every day that if it was recorded and they put it on tv man they'd give me a Nobel Peace Prize <laughs> then, like sometimes like I walk the streets at like like midnight or 1am, like downtown LA, where they say don't walk around and I give away money or I give away clothes or I give away food or, you oh, know, I'll nice. just talk to the people on the streets, you know what I mean? And, and I'll hear their stories and it just grounds me. I'll walk down the street and I'll see like a random, like teenage kid, just like in a corner, just like rapping on a beat, you know what I mean? And I'm like, bet like this person was put here for me to give them motivation. So I'll talk to the kid. I'm like, you know, what's your name? Blah, blah, blah. Like, you know, have you made any music? To like, no, this is my first song. And in my Aww. head, I'm like, amazing. So I'll just talk to them for like an hour and then, you know, just giving them a bunch of advice and they won't even know how much that, you know, the, like who they're getting the advice from, you know what I'm saying? But I'll just try to tell them to like, you know, stay true to themselves, cherish this, just do what you think is right now and and like I said, take everything with a grain of salt. You're going to find people. You're going to meet people. Like people are going to come into your life because it's the right time.
0: I love how you preach the law of attraction. Cause when I was, um, a while ago, I like my mental health was like all time low. Like it was just like, I was not well, like, I didn't want to wake up. I didn't want to, I didn't want to be alive. And my dad, he sat me down and he showed me this documentary about the law of attraction and how, yeah. like, if you're, you know, he, everyone the secret. I mean yes it's like you know law of attraction like you're it's like you're putting something into existence but it's about sticking with it it's like the guy get a notebook and you well, just write yeah. down every day like i'm gonna be a millionaire i'm gonna be a millionaire i'm gonna be a millionaire and they ended up being a millionaire i mean obviously to work
1: for then it they end up being a millionaire yeah.
0: yeah and then it ends up happening but it's like yeah it's not just like writing in a journal i feel like it's just about like it's not just writing in a journal three times a day saying i'm gonna be a millionaire to become a millionaire
1: i know a lot of people who have given up on their dreams or you know they they um they get into the regular like status quo of life and then they totally forget, you know, that, that kid inside of them. Don't ever forget about the kid inside of you. You know what I'm saying? Cause the kid will always tell you what you, what you really want.
0: Would you say you have a good relationship with your faith?
1: Yes. Um, so there's a bunch of things that like, I've seen with my eyes that have literally like showed me I'm on the right path, you know? And, uh, the more and more I realized what I was seeing, it made me realize, OK, I got to just keep doing what I'm doing. You know, um, I won't let anything sidetrack me. You know, I literally like used to sit down and and, and think about things and, and dream about things. And now I live them. Was there
0: a time you were like so starstruck that something had happened that you were just like extremely overwhelmed?
1: So when I was a kid, I think I was like eight, nine, something like that. My mom was like working an event in Baltimore. It was like a, it was like a music festival. Brandy was there. There was like a bunch of like big like celebrity singers. I met this one dude, and I was like, man, like I remembered his face, but I couldn't think of his name. So then I I met him, and and I was like, I was like, man, like I love your work, blah blah blah, like. But I couldn't remember where he was from. <laughs> um, and then you know I'm just like I love your work, blah blah blah. You know what I'm saying? Then um, I left. I went home and a couple hours later or like a couple weeks later, um, I realized like, oh, damn, that was blah, blah, blah from this movie, you know? And, and it kind of just made me feel good that I met him. Fast forward like 10, 12 something years to a couple weeks ago, I met, I seen the dude again. You know what I'm saying? So from when I, his name was Chris, his name is Chris Spencer. Um, he's like a famous comedian. My friend who's like four time Grammy nominated, he was performing at this event and Chris Spencer was hosting it. And I was backstage and, and I walked up to him and I was like, yo, like, I know you don't remember me, but I met you when I was a little kid. I, I know he was in this like performing mindset. So he was like, he was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, um, but, but I was just talking to him. I was like, man, like, like, how do you still look the same? Like, like, what do you, what's your secret? You, know <laughs> you look like
0: JLo skin. What's going on? <laughs> you know
1: what I'm saying? Like, and he was like, he was like, don't stress. It just felt so unreal in my heart. Like, like, wow, I met this dude when I was a kid, like super young. And now, boom, you know, I, I, you know, met him 13, 14, something odd years later. And, and I get to have that like realization, like, wow, like I'm doing everything I wanted to do and we're yeah. in the same place again.
0: I actually do have to log off, but is there anything else you wanted to say? Is there like any, like any lasting advice, any, I don't know, anything you want to add that I didn't touch on?
1: Man, stay true to yourself. Just know that if you really want something and you're working for it, you know, you're going to get there. Life is uh, it's a roller coaster. You know, there's there's times that, you know, life is downhill and then we go uphill and it's super fast. But um, I just want everybody to know that, you know, life is what you make it, you know, and um, just stay true to yourself, you know, constantly try to, you know, do the right things and, and release positive energy. Um, you know, positive energy will always come back to you. And yeah, everything will work out the way you want it to.
0: Awesome. Thank you so much. And where can everyone find you platforms? I don't know, I, I guess, contact you or look yeah, you up.
1: Um, plug your music. So yeah, uh, my Instagram is a uh, versatile G one. Um, yeah, you can find me on there. Uh, my Twitter is uh, at versatile G underscore. Um, sometimes I'll have thoughts and, you know, I just like tweet something. Um, But yeah, my email is uh, versatile G M G M T at gmail.com. If anybody wants to email me, Um, but yeah, I'm on Instagram like 24 seven. So if you shoot me a DM, I'll probably see it.
0: Amazing. Well, thank you so much Versatile G. And it was such a pleasure talking to you. I've had the worst few days and you've just made it. So uh,
1: that's why I do this. You know what I'm saying? Like I just try to release positive energy and, you know, just get it back in the world and, Um, it was really a pleasure uh, speaking with you.
0: Thank you so much. Have a great rest of your day and God bless.
1: You you too. Stay blessed.
0: Bye.